the Christmas episode on oh, the yeah. People People Podcast. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Christmas. Good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, welcome. Thanks, Sam. Thanks. Good to Thank be here. You. Thank do, you. Do you want to be here? That was a very oh, solid yeah, pause yeah. on my end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Can good. we just say straight up, mm. two people, there's four faces on this screen. Two are wearing very festive hats. Mm. Two are not, and I'm going to leave it to listeners to guess which two you think it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll be very yeah. hard. Yeah, very hard. Based on that. just the level of enthusiasm <laughs> in that first one minute. <laughs> I have my we... head resting on a, 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 a red and white pillow. I'm kind of in. It's not a That's hat. That's true. But, you know. Yeah. I think he just gave away one. <laughs> do, do we have another? I I think they guessed. My background looks a lot like a large chimney mm. down which mm. Santa could go. Oh, yeah. You yes. guys really did go the extra miles. We did. I know. Your choices and your set design. You you did hats and thought that was enough. Yeah, we, right. We were we creative. We built yeah. sets. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Brit like... and I are the ones that... I know. I'm so I embarrassed forgotten. now. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's uh, all right. Cute. <laughs> so, it is our Christmas episode. It's our last official episode of the year. And it has been a fun year. It has been mm. fun to learn with one another and to dive Absolutely. into community things with each other and topics and um i personally have been really thankful uh for the opportunity to do a podcast in 2020 it feels very on brand um and i look forward to 2021 when we get to keep going with this Mm. thing and keep um showing up and learning more and hopefully equipping um more and more people with being able to lead within community but this week is an an especially exciting week to be able to be equipping people in ministry for community because it's all Christmas themed. Great. And that's just really great. Whether it's our pillows or our chimneys or our Santa and reindeer hats, we are really looking forward to being able to be in community for Christmas this year because Melbourne looks like it's opening up and yeah. that we are getting to be able to gather together. Guys, what are some of your favourite community Christmas moments. Emily, can I, I like just point little... out... Oh, no. Sorry, you go, Britt. <laughs> Emily, I was just going to point out one very quick thing. Like, three or four months ago, you said to me, I will not let 2020 ruin Christmas or not let 2020... That is and true. And that really was a bold promise mm. <laughs> all those months ago that you were like, I will not let this pandemic... Mm. Um, but... True to your word, absolutely. Melbourne yeah. appears to have got itself together mm. and yes. we will be able to celebrate Christmas. I just want to say thank you for keeping your promises <laughs> and Look. really, um, yeah. We owe you a debt of gratitude, Emily. Yep. Yeah. I, but it does beg I'm, the question, why did we not celebrate Christmas in July more seriously this year? Because this could have Because really slow and steady time. wins the race. And so right. we had to really get through. Uh, but also, you know... <laughs> There are there are a lot of things going on. So, genuine Christmas, we got there. Um, yeah, but so, Britt, you're welcome. Melbourne, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Christmas memories. Anyone? Oh, I was just going to say something 
deeply non-profound, <laughs> which is I like the Christmas cracker jokes. Mm. Excellent. It's always my favourite moment of community Christmas. Do you have a one so off there. the top of your head that you'd like to share with the class? I have been uh, thinking about them. I've, I've just had an extensive period of leave, and so I'm back and have had plenty of time. I've, I've, got a, I've got a doozy for you. It's, it's custom for this room. You ready? Uh, why was Brit caught racing against her breakfast? Because she was trying to solve that age-old conundrum of which came first, the chickenani or the egg? Oh, oh no. my gosh. That was terrible. That's so bad. Like, I thought uh, it was going to be good. You said it was such confidence. No, that's Christmas cracker worthy. That's Christmas I mean, cracker worthy. They get yes. much worse than that. That's pretty good. Oh. For a Do you know cracker. last year I went to multiple events that got the crackers from Kmart? Mm. And it turns out there's only, what, about 12 different jokes on rotation. So by like the third event, they were reading out the like um, the jokes. And I'd like pretend to think after each one and then I would be like, oh, is it this? And they thought I was such a genius, like 12 out of 12. And then finally I'd be like, sorry, guys, I just had to. I gave other people, I'm not a complete jerk. I gave other people time to answer. And then when no one did, I was nice. like, is, is it this? Okay. Uh, <laughs> is it this? Good on you. <laughs> That's surely misunderstanding the point of jokes, though. It, that you don't ask a question to then let someone else steal your punchline. Uh, I mean, maybe. They were so uh, bad that yeah. they, sure. like. And some of them are more like riddles, you know? Yeah, that's true. They are. And also, yeah. Dave, I don't think anyone was going to be stealing your punchline from that joke. No. So didn't see that. You can coming. keep that in your no. pocket. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but maybe I Brit will. can take it home for Christmas. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. You can have It'll that just be a Brit. ride at the Chickenani house because. You know. <laughs> <laughs> On the memories theme. Yes, Graham. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Graham. I, I think I've really. I always like it when our... you put us back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas uh, meals at lunchtime outside. It's not always mm. possible with weather and stuff, but I've, I think some of my favourite Christmases, and we've done it a bit in recent years, um, having it outside and also be you know inviting uh, people who didn't have other places to go. So it's quite, it's, it's very interesting mm. meeting new people. But just the outside vibe, you know, you do up the table um, out in the, yeah, uh, usually under the shady trees, cold drinks. Yeah, I just I love the feel of that. That's a very mm. fond memory. Yeah, it's a, there's something very Australian about being able mm. to be outside for Christmas. Like I think my parents yeah, are true, still really excited to live here <laughs> for Christmas. They're like, <laughs> oh, we get to be outside and it's yeah. sunny. Yes, mum. Yeah, I think it yeah. it probably comes from from Nikki's family who are Brits. And they, mm. when they emigrate out here, those are exactly the things they appreciate, the beach, yep. being able to, you know, eat outside at Christmas for family dues mm-hmm. and stuff. So I think that's probably partly where it comes from. Mm. Totally. It's good. Totally. We have, a, um, we have a family in Geelong who adopted mum and dad and my brother and sister when they first moved here from the States. So before I was born, they kind of adopted it into their wider family and every year since the dawn of my time, we have gone on Christmas Eve for breakfast at Macca's because like, uh, there was a time where there were so many kids that it just was the cheapest way to be able to feed us all 
Um, and we would always do a Kris Kringle. And now I think the youngest of like the grandkids generation is like 17. And so we're really, we've really grown up with this tradition. But it's just, it's such a special one. Like it's just so, mm. like, because we don't have any family in Australia besides, like, it's me, my mum, my dad, and my sister. And it's just the four of us in mm. Australia. And everyone else is overseas. And so being, like, invited into that from the get-go has always been just so important to me to realise, like, that God is building family for me. And, like, it just always looks mm. really different. Mm. And so, like, for you to having people join you for those picnics Mm. who didn't have anywhere else to go, like, that was us, you know, and kind of still is us. Even 30-something years Mm. later, like, we have somewhere to go that is very much family. Um, Mm. But it's just, it's so special to be able to have those memories. And now it's super weird. We're all like, oh, we're at Maccas. You know, half of us don't eat Maccas anymore. (laughs) Like, you know, all of these things. Um, But it's just so Mm. special. And we had a Christmas Eve service here once. And I remember driving home late on the 23rd, getting up, going to breakfast, and then leaving and coming straight back to Melbourne for our Christmas Eve service and then driving straight back to Geelong. Like, it's just one of those things that you don't miss. Ah, um, wow. And I think that's what's really that's... special about Christmas. Britt, I know you have a family, and, like, you have quite <laughs> the community now within your family. Like, it's growing. Like, you have different people. I know that if I was up there at the end of November, I would be welcome at this day. Like, you have this you special would. day for your family. Tell us about it. And because I also know you have a really special letter that you wrote many, many years ago. I do. Um, I find it hard when you were saying, what's your favorite Christmas memory? And I was like, there's just so many. Um, yes. It's I really like tradition. And yeah, like as in, yeah, thing. Well, yeah, that's what it, I was like. Things you do every year. I was like, that's what a tradition is. Um, and <laughs> One of them, though, is my my favourite part is actually not Christmas Day, but it's putting up the Christmas tree day Um, because there's this real sense of just it's a thrill and excitement and hope and all that stuff is Christmas. I feel like you feel it most acutely as Mm. you put up the Christmas tree and the whole of Advent lays before you. Um, And so I take this event very seriously. Like it's I love this day. Um, And over the years, it's gotten bigger and bigger. Uh, like what used to be like one night we put up the tree is now a whole family day um and but we have a roast pork and it goes now it goes for like over two days it probably like, we probably go hard for a good like seven or eight hours but then we've got to finish up the next day because we have so many decorations now um but i i i like to make sure that things go as they should um, and so I was a bit nervous. Like, I was like, this just needs to be taken really seriously because it's such a, such an important day because Christmas is a big deal. And I got really nervous, um, 10 years ago when my, actually 11 now, um, my sister brought home my now brother-in-law, her boyfriend back then, it was his first ever Christmas. Um, mm. and I was thought, I just need to know that he gets how special this is <laughs> and what the expectations are. So I wrote a letter to every. To be fair, it was to everyone who was coming. So that's my immediate family and him. Um, Mm. And look, here it is. Um, So I wrote this at the tender age of 18, 19. Um, Dear Chikanani family members or significant other, as the self-appointed captain of festivities, I feel it my duty to remind you that the annual putting up of the Christmas tree will be happening tomorrow. As you're probably aware, this is my favourite day of the entire year. I was really building it here. 
This year, I feel it necessary to outline the guidelines of the night ahead of time to ensure that suitable levels of merriment are experienced by all. The guidelines are as follows. One, Santa hats are to be worn at all times unless your head severely overheats. Two, there will be no mocking of Mariah. Her album is a classic and will be revered as such. Three, decorations are to be placed on the tree in a thoughtful and symmetrical fashion. Four, ugly decorations or decorations that are created at school prior to 2002 will be placed at the back of the tree. And five, festive cheer is mandatory. Oh, Thank you for your time. I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow night. Brit Emma Chikanani, self-appointed captain of festivities. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's special. That's, mm, that's one did, word for it. Did your Tis sister's boyfriend pass, pass the test? Did he, he pass? Well, he's still here 11 years later. Okay. Um, so, although he thought... Is he afraid of you? He avoids, well, he no. avoids that day. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. He's he can hold his own. <laughs> no attendance is pretty mandatory. Um, and, oh um, hilarious. Yes, he mostly abides by the rules. Although my family think it's really funny to put like some really ugly decorations front and center, and then just see how long it takes me to notice before I then quietly put mm. it to the back of the tree. So, because I can't oh, imagine great. that you wouldn't be straight on that. Like, you're very lax with rules, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) And is it always the same day? Is there a a, a compulsory day it has to be? Well, see, Emily and I both love Christmas intensely. This is where we differ slightly in that I'm a real purist in that I think all of the Christmas festivities and cheer and everything Christmas needs to be contained within the Advent period. So okay. no real, like probably no earlier than 28th, 29th of November. Like yep. I think, like I don't listen to Christmas carols outside that time. Okay. Um, maybe one night for Christmas in July, but then not. Because I'm like, it's just, I concentrate all the joy into that four weeks. And so it's always whatever Saturday or Sunday, like falls closest to the 1st of December. Oh, there you go. The, and a yeah. real Christmas tree? Is that mandatory? A real Christmas tree? Not a if plastic I got my, one? We've, we do plastic. I think it's maybe more of a Sydney thing. We do plastic. It's harder to get real trees up here. Um, oh, okay. And now I'm very attached to that plastic tree. So, But down in Melbourne, I do a real one. Emily showed me the light and I'll let uh-huh. her go back. Oh, great. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very important being able to go and pick your tree and chop it down and then get it home. And then it's just a part of the family for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Nice. Dave, nice. you look like you're pondering something very <laughs> concerning. Well, it's been a it's been a like unshakable key belief of mine for some time now that the best kind of fun is structured fun. <laughs> but hearing Brit's letter has made me question that. No. <laughs> <laughs> she sucked the life out I of Christmas. Say that, Dave. <laughs> I'm just having a little The rules make sure everybody has fun. <laughs> yeah, the rules. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. That that's generally true. Maybe what I'm realizing is not all rules make sure that everybody has fun. Maybe that's the realization. <laughs> Was it the Mariah uh, Carey that got you, Dave? Oh no, I'm on board with that. It's <coughs> classic, and no arguments from me there. Hmm. So, what's your where, where do you take issue? <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been listening to episodes of the podcast, and I've noticed there's a time about nine or ten minutes in where Britt usually says, we digress, and then we get onto the topic at hand. 
Okay. I feel like we've reached that time. Oh. But that moment seems unlikely because I've poked the bear about yeah. Christmas tradition. I'm sorry. Christmas bear. So, can I, but can I, I just, think we've before digressed. Before I come off too crazy, like... <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. don't I don't know. I don't know if you can rescue this. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that my family do have an enjoyable time. And it's just because it's... And it is fun. It's just because it means yeah. so much to me. <laughs> Good on you, Britt. Uh, yeah. Actually, you sent me a video yesterday of Hamish, who was full mm. of joy. And I feel like kids his age can't fake that. They're either no. there and they're having fun or they're not. Yeah. And either way, they're going to let you know. So if the littlest member is on board, so yep. I'm, I'm happy for you. And I let, me not, let me not criticise. I don't want to be the Grinch. It sounds like a great day. Mm. I trust all the Chicanani's enjoy it and mm. all the associated <laughs> and paraphernalia. I think it too. Well, let, let me digress us slightly into slightly <laughs> deeper level yeah. chat. But I think it all is to do with, as well, the making memories. I know we've talked about that before. We did a whole episode on it. But that idea of a real intentionality of like, we're going we're gonna to mm, really, mm. I guess, bring some ceremony to this and some, to make mm. it. Um, and now it's, it's a whole event that's known. Even like yesterday, I got five or six messages from people wishing me well um, for the Christmas tree putting up day. But like, it's got a real... Um, Amazing. It's a real Amazing. memory for my family. Yeah. And it's a real mm. way of saying... This is important, and I think what we're mm. celebrating is important. Um, yeah. And so, yes, it's ridiculous, and I'm fully aware mm, yeah, of that. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but there's fun. like a deeper element to my love of Christmas that is mm. me saying, I think what we celebrate at Christmas is really good and really important. Um, mm-hmm. And so, mm. I'm going to take that opportunity to celebrate it with all mm. my might. <laughs> good on you. Yeah. And that's the thing about traditions, right? There's some traditions that are really healthy habits that you instill mm. again and again. But also there's some traditions where it turns a dumb thing into something that everyone enjoys. And I'm not making comment on which one <laughs> it's family Christmas tree putting up is. I'm not saying. But in both cases, it's a shared community moment yeah. where what you're doing is investing in one another and sharing, making memories, celebrating things. And so it could be, um, I don't know, you all buy a pair of, a matching pair of pajamas for Christmas or something, right? That's, that's a silly thing. But what it does is knit you together with the people you do it with. Mm. And so that's a, um, an investment in the community and, and it has an impact on the community. Mm-hmm. Like, like celebrating anything does. It, it kind of reinforces something. And so you're more likely to repeat that later. Mm-hmm. And it just I, happens I, to be uh, an excellent win that we're celebrating mm. the most thing to be celebrated. <laughs> like this is mm. the birth of our saviour. So, like, if there is ever a time to put extra gusto <laughs> into our celebrations, whether it be rules or make it earlier in the calendar, like, whatever it is mm. that makes it mm. able to mm. be a season where you are looking forward, you know, to the birth of your king, we're looking back at it, but we're looking forward to that, like... Mm is worthy of doing. Mm. And I think being in Christian community is what makes being like Christmas time so wonderful. Mm. Like mm. last year I was away I for also... the top half of December and it was great, but I was realizing, I was like so much of what I love to do in this season that helps me lift my eyes is to do with the people that I get to do it with. 
whether it be my gospel community or my team or my friends. And so thinking Mm. through our gospel communities, being able to actually gather right now is really important and to create those traditions that we do together, whether they're silly ones, you know, or intentional, like, hey, we are going to sit down and be thankful for what the Lord has Mm. done through Jesus and through the way that Jesus has been working through this group. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dave. I think I cut you off. No, I like what you've done there. I, th- I think it's sneaky what you've done there when you combine the meaning of Christmas and the incarnation with all the traditions. Because now, if you don't wear a Christmas hat, you basically hate Jesus. <laughs> and so you just... I, I love how that... Can I didn't intentionally do it, but if that's yeah. what you took from it... <laughs> I'll leave yeah, that with I'm you. Just letting that there. Yeah, that's fine. I think, I think another uh, aspect of intentionality is um, to be able to s- say important things at occasions like this. Because often it, you can have a celebration and everybody's enjoying it. But mm. often um, it, 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 we need some help to say something out loud about what's happening. So um, mm. I remember one year we, we invited some international students and we actually made up some little scrolls with a Christian, with the Christmas story on. And a number of us had been lined up to read their part of the story. And um, so it was an intentional moment. It meant we heard the Christmas story again and different people mm. were participating. And um, which may not have, you know, may not have happened. I, it's not that you need to make it all formal. I'm not saying that, but that something is said about what this is about mm. uh, for the sake of each other. Uh, other Christmases been um, uh, with, say, small groups, uh, opportunities to... Because often they're the last of the year as well. So mm. they're opportunities to um, just uh, pause and have a, have, a, have a time in the meal or the celebration just to uh, appreciate one another, you know, things we're mm-hmm. thankful about God for one another. Or uh, think about... Um, you know, with each table place, there's a little card with things that we appreciate about them. Just just ways, intentionality oh. helps those mm. kind of um, things to be said that are good to be said at that, that time of year that may not um, necessarily naturally come up. It might even feel a bit awkward. Um, but to sort of plan something that helps it happen, I think is really good, mm-hmm. really helpful. Mm. 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 And it's a natural time to be able to really honour the leaders within the small groups like I know our group's already thinking through like how do we thank especially like every year like leadership of gospel communities is just it's a really solid gig <laughs> like it's no joke mm-hmm. um, and I think this year it's been particularly exhausting mm-hmm. for our leaders and it's taken what does commitment look like and then what does it look like on top of exhaustion on top of they're working from home too and they're figuring out a pandemic as well um, and so thinking through how do we really honor that um, and how do we let them know like we really appreciate the fact that you guys showed up every week like even when we were flaky you were there you know even when we were exhausted you were there with the bible open leading us um, and I think that these last the last weeks of a gospel community for the year are really great opportunities to love our leaders well. Um, and I say that as someone who's not a leader, <laughs> you know, like, in fact, like, not like, mm, I, like, mm. yeah, 
I, I think that that's a really important important thing. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Dave, you've you are the leader of our gospel communities at Sedona Hill. Um, you take care of them, you train them, you've led many. What what are some things that as you think through wrapping up for the year, recognizing that it's normally done within ten days like it's normally done within ten days of Christmas, so there's you know, white elephants or there's Kris Kringles and there's things like, like there's silly fun things like that, but there's also really intentional moments that we should take as small groups. Um, what are some ways that our groups can be shaping that and leading through that time, do you think? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, uh, there's a great podcast called The People People Podcast that did an episode called Celebrate Together, which wow. might have some useful thoughts on it. So you might like to check that out. Um, they also do one on making memories, which I remember was quite good. So uh, both of those might be a place to start. But I think um, re- really simply, uh, if you were to think as a leader or a member of a gospel community, um, your Christmas party is probably the way you're breaking up for the year. Uh, so I, I would want to ask a couple of questions. What is it that we want to remember as we finish for the year? What are the things we want to remind ourselves of? Mm. Um, what are the things we want to reinforce as things to celebrate and things that we want to do again next year? And what are the things we want to celebrate and be really grateful for? Mm. And I think in all of those categories, the things you remember, the things you reinforce, and the things that you celebrate, you want to do that with an eye to God's work in people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could celebrate someone's... Uh, faithfulness in turning up you could uh, even celebrating that would reinforce it to everyone else you you could share uh, like the simplest one i used to do all the time is say to go do a lap of your group everyone say what's one thing you've learned this year and what's one thing you're really grateful for in this group that just gives everyone chills as you look back at the whole year and see because inevitably when you do that you start seeing what god has been doing in your group Mm. And the stuff that you couldn't see before is suddenly all out on the table all at once. And that's just the best time. And, and what that'll do is reinforce all the good stuff you've been doing all year. Because mm-hmm. that's when you realize, oh man, all that Bible study, we really learned something. All those mm. prayers, they really got answered. Mm. All that time we spent eating together, we're now really close friends. Mm. And so this is like, I love the Christmas party. Because as a leader, it's the best chance you get all year mm. to see that you've done a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's the time where the gift you get is to see growth more, more than any other time mm. of the year. Mm. So I think Christmas for gospel communities is the most wonderful time of the year. Mm-hmm. Because Aww. it's when you get to look back and, and see what God's been doing. So mm. anything you do, you do whatever exercise, that's the simplest one I've got and the one mm. we tended to use. Um, what have you learnt and what are you grateful for? Yeah. Hmm. I think just quickly, Dave, I remember we did this once um, in GC at when we, you and Lexi were living at Ridley. Edie wasn't here yet and there were way too many people in that room. Like, and it was perfect, right? Like you're all sitting on top of each other and it's just really wonderful. And I think one of the ways that we actually did the lap Right, because there's that moment where it's like we're all sitting in a circle and it's like, how do we do this? Like, 
Will people feel mm. awkward? I think mm. we actually did it as we played White Elephant with the KK gifts. And like whoever was next to choose the gift before you opened it, it was your like that it was your turn to say what you're thankful for. So it was kinda like you gave that to the group before you opened the present. And I remember that being just a really helpful way to be able to do it mm. where it was like interactive and like yeah, it wasn't like sectioning like this is the serious part and this is the silly part. Like it's actually this is all really mm. important. It just looks a little bit different. Mm. Sorry, Britt. Good. I just wanted to ask a question um, that I'd love to hear your thoughts on because I'm very aware, like while I am a bundle of Christmas joy in December, um, I am mm. aware that for a lot of people, Christmas is really hard. Um, mm. And it's a time where grief is sort of intensified. It's a time where we often can miss people the most. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and even as we do like reflective exercises, I completely agree. I've been around, I've been at dinners where we've done that thing. What are you thankful for? What have you learned? It's been amazing. Um, but I guess just what advice would we give leaders in balancing? This is something I wrestle with a lot as we, as we do December. How do we balance the joy and the celebration with the awareness that mm. this also can be a really difficult time? Mm. Um, I think part of it is, almost even recognizing that from the get-go. And I think when the leaders can mm. be able to say that, like, I think it's almost giving permission to the room that like, yeah, we may have your Christmas crazies <laughs> there. Um, but even the people who really love Christmas, it can be a really hard time. Like I don't have, mm. like there are times where Christmas is really, really hard for me, even though I love the Christmas season. Um, and I think that's an opportunity for the leaders to be able to lead in that vulnerability as well and being able to share um the hard things that are going on but how god has worked through with them anyway um i think that would just be one way of like just recognizing like god's always at work sometimes it's harder to see and that's that doesn't mean he's not at work um and so how do we how do we lead that way maybe that means that the leader doesn't have like a huge celebration point in that moment because they're trying to lead in a different way to give permission for other people in the room. That would be just one thing that I've thought of. And I think um, probably permission in the remembering stage. I think the remembering stage is mm. important because often together you get a much rounder picture of the year mm. from different perspectives. And mm. uh, so people remembering what's happened, some of the highs, some of the lows. Um, and acknowledging when you remember, you know, so I'm, we're, we're not just trying to remember all the good things and I think particularly this year there will be quite um, you know there'll be pr profound in many ways because most people have had some pretty difficult times mm. and I think that's okay to mm. to name that out loud as part of the memory process remembering process mm -hmm. and then you can still do the what have we learnt um, uh, so I think it, 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 there's the gratitude piece but the other two I think help in this matter because you can notice together the hard mm. things and acknowledge that um, they were really hard and uh, but there may have been things that you actually learnt through them to share um, without saying without sweeping another carpet and saying we only remember the positives yeah mm. there is not much hurt in the world that the good news of Christmas mm. doesn't help mm. 
And so uh, for all the bells and whistles on your celebration of Christmas, if it's not about Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Good day. Because what, what is the gospel but a thrill of hope to a weary soul? Yeah. What, what, is, what is the stuff we're celebrating at Christmas mm-hmm. but the ointment for all the pain that we've had in 2020 mm-hmm. or hope for the loss we face? All, all these things that we mourn mm-hmm. and rightly mourn, God has done something about. Mm. And so that's why we like Christmas. However you feel about hats <laughs> and trees, we all are grateful for Jesus. And mm-hmm. so I think mm. Um, mm. celebrate Jesus mm. <laughs> most of mm. all. C- Christmas cannot be a time for family before it's a time for Jesus mm. because mm-hmm. then all the people who find whatever family dynamics they mm. have or don't have hard Mm-hmm. feel like they're missing out on Christmas. But mm-hmm. the birth, the life, the death, the resurrection of Jesus is for everyone. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if you're not celebrating that, you're leaving yourself open to all sorts of hurt. But if you are, that's good news for the whole room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, even mm-hmm. built into that story is some down and dirty, hard life kind of stuff. You know, there's a, mm. the kids in a um, feed trough for crying out loud. You know, the the um, the first people to recognise him are, are mere shepherds. It's kind of the story itself is uh, uh, God's honour and glory through quite humble circumstances. Not all straightforward. Like if you think about the reality of the story, it's uh, it's r- remarkable, really. Mm. 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 And I always try and I think I hope as a um, when I've worked in hospitals or in um, other like more like secular workplaces mm-hmm. I like with the Christmas enthusiasm that comes in December I hope that with that I always communicate why mm. um, yes. that it, yeah it isn't just about celebrating for celebration's sake or for mm. um, you know buying things for buying things sake or things like that you know it's um, but that we have such a good opportunity I mean this is not new information we all know this but like let's not miss that opportunity at Christmas mm. absolutely um, and let's be really mindful of our tone uh, let's be and particularly this year I think we need to be mindful of how much hurt there is we need to be pastoral mm-hmm. um, and but mm. that mm-hmm. doesn't mean let's stop being um, pro Christmas <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and I think it's really nice you can even see that everywhere that people have said well, we just need Christmas this year people are putting their trees up earlier it's like and I love that in that maybe there's deeper acknowledgement because in Christmas there's something um, mm. that is the mm. antidote to what we are feeling at the moment, that sense of powerlessness, that mm-hmm. sense of helplessness, the sense of loss, uh, uncertainty. And yet in the Christmas message we see mm-hmm. um, that we have a God that loved us enough to be with us in mm. the most real way mm-hmm. and that he has a rescue plan. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would just to echo what was yeah. that? I just think let's in our GC celebrations, let's that be what's come through loud and clear. Whether you want to be happy or sad, that's fine. Yeah, but let's focus on um, yeah, good brick. The hope for the weary world. I'm glad you quoted it, Chiz. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's my favourite yeah. line of my favourite Christmas carol. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think that's the perfect way to end. Mm. Is that is that being reminded? that the mm. hope that Christmas brings isn't cheap hope. Mm. Cheers, I remember you saying that earlier this year, something about cheap hope, and that's really stuck with me. 
like no this is deeply valuable <laughs> like mm. life changing hope and that's what allows us to have joy in a season where perhaps there isn't a lot of happiness but we are able to have joy in something much bigger mm. Um, mm. which our world desperately needs and when we get to be a part of sharing that I think that's really wonderful and so, guys, it's been, not only has it been a good 36 minutes for my soul <laughs> to hear about Christmas and talk about uh, the point of Christmas, the ways that it impacts us, the ways that we hope to see God use it in our gospel communities this year. But also this year has been really wonderful. And I think God's been really kind mm. within the hard this year. Um, and I think all four of us have been able to say that, even in our hardest. Um, there has been a kindness um, that he has extended to us. And so I've loved doing this with you um, and look forward to continuing it. Oh, yeah. Um, this, as I mentioned at the very beginning, this is the last official episode of the People People podcast for 2020. However... Du, 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 du. Uh, uh, it is yeah. not the last episode coming. Brit, we're doing a takeover. <laughs> and it is going to be uh, the Christmas People podcast for the next two weeks. So, for all things Christmas. Just a small spin off. A small <laughs> spin off. A little oh, spin off. <laughs> Same channel, next time uh, slot, you know? Um, yeah, nice. So, yeah. you can be excited for Slightly that. Slightly different tone. <laughs> Slightly different tone. Um, uh, but that'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be a fun couple will, weeks. That'll be fun. I um, look forward to and that. And then we will be back early 2021 as a foursome. And we have people that right. we want to interview and further things that we want to dive into next year. So stick mm. around. It'll be good. Until then, though, friends, keep trusting Jesus. Wash your hands. And from the four of us right here, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Exactly. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> hey, Dad, could you, just to humour me, could you say ho, ho, ho to finish us off? Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was just what it needed to be. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> okay. Bye, friends. It's been fun. <laughs> See ya. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au.